Between parents, friends, and other well-intentioned people in our lives, more often than not, we've had uh, our own fair share of old wives' tales even when it comes to how to raise a child. That is our conflict resolution this morning. And we're asking you, how do you navigate these waters? I'm staying with my mother and my daughter and my brother. Sometimes the problem that I encounter is that sometimes we find out that um, they, 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 the grannies, they really don't want us to discipline these children. Like they don't give us enough to be able to discipline the children, especially if you're going to be staying with the granny. Really, it's, it's a struggle. Like mm, I believe in spanking the child and let the child cry there and then, so that they can see. Don't spank the child and put the child on your chest. So it's 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 contradicting and it's confusing this child of mine and other children i'm sure i mean i had a problem with my mom my child was only a week old and she insisted that no we must bait the child now so that the meconium will be out quickly whereas i was told in the hospital that the meconium will take about one to two weeks and your, your child will start having normal um feces out but my mother no wouldn't take that so we ended up arguing about it and she ended up crying because i was so rude to her and mind you i've never ever ever been rude to my mother but that day i had to i started well it's not me my mom started feeding my son at three months simply because i was going through a rough patch right after giving birth so i could not produce enough breast milk for him but you know what she do you see amazing Milne, she'd put it in a cup and then pour the water and then cook the water, not the actual maize milk. And my fun was my son was okay, bigger and he didn't have any sleeping problems. And funny enough, when my mom started feeding him, he started sleeping better because he was he was a bit restless to show that he's not getting fed enough from my breast milk. So it depends on the child's system i guess so i've got an eight month old baby and you are silly i see you know mama all the time because where she she believes in raising umduan and I'm, i have my own way where i would like for my son to grow up in so we always fight me and her like you for instance sterilizing bottles and every way i basically have my own way how i want her to do it but because now she's looking after my son you will always fight you guys we always fight Mina, guys, I'm one of those who believe in those herbs that our grannies used. So, and then my sister and I is a pharmacist. So when my baby was little, I was trying to get some herbs for my baby. And my sister was just not having it because she's a pharmacist. But uh, I had to hide. I, I found one herb and I, 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 I hid it. But it, it's, it wasn't that successful, the hiding business. We're hanging out with our favorite psychologist, Tsepiso Matenji is in the building. I suspect Somizi has a crush on her. He's been staring at her since she got here. Yep, a huge one. Let What's me tell you what, what my motto or my rule is. I have doctors, right? I've, yeah. I've got a heart doctor yeah. that specializes in heart. He is gorgeous. Mm. So, I mean, my doctors must be gorgeous. Okay, so yeah. you're going to be her next client. Yeah. And then my other physician, gorgeous. And I've just told her now, we are coming for pre-marriage in counseling. To, to cancel. To cancel. Because she is Gorgeous, me it's gorgeous. Dr. Mushi, wow. so, yes. Welcome, thanks for coming in today. Thank you Listen, so much. Listening to some of those voice notes, what are your thoughts? Sure. Um, 
I actually don't know what to say because yeah. the people are actually declaring very clearly what it is that they believe in terms mm. of parenting and in terms of discipline. How do we navigate that? Uh, Papa says, for instance, my dad loves giving advice. Yes. But I'm like, Papa, I've got more kids than you. I've got five, you've got three. Who's got experience here? Mm. What are you doing? Um, you are able to say that because you've got five. The rest of the people who only have one, yeah. it's very anxiety-provoking to mm. have your first child and to know how you parent. You make a lot of mistakes. And more importantly, you traumatize the child in the process. Mm. And when you are admitting or allowing advice from your parents, the truth is that you also lose your power because they take over. They might be doing things that you don't believe in. Or undoing what you've done. More often, we try to do better than our parents. Yes. And we try to do better than them with understanding the values because every every negative thing that you want to do better also had a positive contribution to you mm. like the fact that you were sternly disciplined and i use that word nicely. no me i was beat, <laughs> beat me. black and blue yeah. <laughs> the fact that you were sternly disciplined while you might have hated the pain and the punishment you also recognize if you're honest with yourself what it is that it allowed you to do how we taught you to have morals a backbone and not to know what is right and wrong mm. and we don't know yet uh, when you're having your first child how you are going to discipline still be able to draw a line in terms of boundaries and then negotiate those without necessarily inflicting physical pain mm. Doctor, um, um, uh, all the voice notes that we've been hearing is from mothers. Yes. And we never hear anything from, from fathers. Mm. And, and I'm glad Fresh just raised it now that his father also tried or was that person that would, would he want... He still does it. He still does it. Where do fathers come in or how are they affected? And I'll make an example with myself. Mm. I can't relate with any of these stories mm. because I raised my daughter exactly how I wanted to and I never even ga give, gave anyone an opportunity to tell me. And I think it was my look or my, my demeanor or anything. Mm. And I raised her and she, she came out beautifully. Yes, yes. And, and, but how are fathers affected by, by this conflict? Let, I'm, I'm going to look, I can't cover all the angles, but mm. what happens is that when you want your parent as a woman to get involved in how you bring up your child or when your mother is very involved or your parents are involved, you actually end up sidelining the father mm. if that father wants to get involved. It's almost as if the father has to be super vocal and strong to be able to assert themselves and say, no, I'm not just the ATM providing mm. the resources. I am here to also actively parent and to pass on my, my values and principles towards my child. And to be honest, there aren't many fathers who do that. A lot of the times you find that your mom as a woman dominates how you're parenting your child. Mm. And when your partner says, uh -uh, I want my child to do this and this and this, you always first conf consult with your mom before you consult with your partner. And then your partner must just follow suit. Mm. So I think the message then is there are fathers out there who are like you, who mm. want to be the leader, who want to be the drive, who want their seed to also bear resemblance to who they are and the values that they, that they feel. Mm. And as a woman, be aware of those types of things. And if somebody wants to co-parent with you, don't have so much pride in that you think, my mom parented me and I turned out okay. Therefore, my child must also turn out like me. If their father is wanting to be getting involved, allow them to come in and take the lead as well. Mm. 21 minutes after 8. If you want to call in and weigh in, feel free to call us on 089-110-3377. We have a tweet sent in by Musibudi. Musibudi says, my mother raised nine children of hers. And two grandchildren. I have zero say when it comes to my baby. Cardi B on Metro FM. This is money. It's 26 minutes after 8. 
Conflict Resolution Wednesday. How I Wanna Raise My Child versus what everyone else says, including the old wives' tales. <laughs> There's an old wives' tale. If a baby stands too soon, it'll cause them to be bow-legged. Oh, yeah. The experts say if your baby is happy standing, let him stand. Mm. If your child is bow-legged, they're bow-legged. It has nothing to do with standing too soon, say the experts. How did you navigate the Hermans, the Dutch? The, the, yes. The dribbles. The, the, no, the dribbles did not dramatize, Hashem. The Dutch dribbles. Those, those are alcohol, Mus. They, yes. they like 40% alcohol. But uh, when you are at home, you shall do what your mother says under your mother's roof. You don't have a choice. Dr. Tsepiso Matenchi, a psychologist, is in the building. Did your kids go through the alcohol stage? My, my, granny, <laughs> my granny told me, you're going to go on a flight and go back to Cape Town. As soon as you get on the taxi to go back to the airport, my son will have troubles. <laughs> and sometimes when he's, he's, he's messing me up, I think it's those troubles. They fried his brain. Good morning, Mark. Thanks for holding. Thanks, Rasha and the team. Good morning, doctor. Tell us your story, sir. Um, okay, I'm going to start with my story before the question. Doc, um, basically, when I had my, my first child, which was my son, um, for possibly the first two weeks, I had my mother-in-law staying with us oh. uh, to, to, to look after my wife who had, had, had a cesarean. So she really couldn't, couldn't do a lot of things on her own. And what I found out was that I ended up being a spectator in my child's upbringing yeah. because... My mother-in-law would watch the child. Every time the child cries, she picks up the child. Um, and, and she would do everything for the child. Mm. And it got to a point where I told my wife, I got really upset. And I said, I, I, this is not the life that I imagined when I got married and I said, <laughs> I'm going to have children. You know, I can't be a spectator in my own child's upbringing. And my mother-in-law could see that there was a conflict between the two of us. So she decided that, listen, guys, I consider the conflict. I want to leave. Uh, let me just leave the two of us. So I said, no, no, no sit down and I, we had to sit it down and tell her I don't know how to wa- to bath the child because you do it you don't even show me I don't know how to change the nappy because you do it I don't know how to feed the mm-hmm. child or how to make the child keep quiet when they're crying because you're doing it and I think the question for me Doc is how do you prepare us men especially for, for, for that conflict mm-hmm. uh, 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 situation because we are aware that like even all of us were raised by mothers mm-hmm. Uh, uh, and we find that the the, the the wife or the girlfriend or the, the baby yeah, mama, yeah. they're very close with their mother. And you find that the two of them end up being the ones that are raising the child. And you as the husband become the spectator and you just expect her to, no, 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 sit. You get up, no, 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 sit, I'll take care of the child. And it becomes really for us something that is like, but hold on. This is my child. I also mm, want to yeah. take in mm. this child upbringing. Yeah, Mark, thanks for the call. Please hold your comment, Doc. Uh, we'll get back to uh, Mark's uh, comment after we take the second call. Dumo, uh, good morning. Baring. Good morning, Mr. How are you? We're good. Thank you for holding. What's your question or comment? Oh, well, my comment is that I, I, I have two babies. The first one, I was staying at home with my mother. Me and her were both nurses, so it wasn't a problem. You know, we first had six months and started with the solid afterwards. And the baby is fine, nothing. And then the second one, I was with my mother-in-law. So we had to start giving the baby babies. They call it lishelishele. They had to feed the child. And then uh, then the both okay. So what I'm trying to say is, I don't know if there's a way of doing anything. They both turned out 
hear the last part of what Baring was saying. Uh, so, Barry, please just repeat the second part. What, what did you say, the second part? The second part was that the other baby had the, 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 the solace from three months. Um, they were doing the, the Haralamans, the poles, they were on... Okay, so you've got uh, you two know, kids... All sorts of things, water and stuff. Yeah. So, so, you've got two kids That's raised one. differently, mm. is what you're saying. Yeah, and, and they both turned out fine. Okay. Uh, Doc, hold your thought. Um, one of the other old wives tells, it's bad luck to give a baby a haircut before one year of age. <laughs> uh, the experts say, huh? We are talking conflict resolution Wednesday. How you want to raise your child versus what everyone else around you is saying. Or versus what culture, in inverted commas, is saying. Because someone is saying, why are we leaning towards uh, Western ways of raising children? Uh, what's wrong with using the Drupals? But the Drupals are from the West. <laughs> <laughs> Just that we decided to own them. No? And then they were introduced by Machoak. But the Dutch. Yeah. Yeah. So it was a Western way of dealing with kids. I mean, we were fine without the Drupals. Yes, we were. And you are against the troubles because you say it's too much alcohol. I know my grandmother, Shabili Ding Dong. She basically just waited for me. So I, I'm not going to go there. It's a trauma there. We're hanging out <laughs> with uh, psychologist Dr. Tepiso Matenji. So the gentleman that called in earlier on Mark. said that his uh, mother-in-law hogged the baby. He felt like a spectator. How do you circumvent that? Yes. Look, so Mizzi talked about premarital counseling. A lot of us think that that's thing, that things, that those are things that people do when they have time or when they have money. It is important to consider premarital counseling. Even when you're still early in your relationship and you're considering about um, having conversations about making babies, consider going for premarital counseling because conversations like this come up. Mm. The fact, Yahori, you don't spend any money before you haven't, sp- before you have spoken to your mom. The fact that you don't come and visit me unless your mom says so. The conversation about what you're doing for Christmas you must first have with your mom. All of those things are part of the conversations. Why you need to have it in the beginning is that by the time that baby arrives or by the time you are in marriage and these conversations or these issues come up, it's a bit too late because our emotions are now in it. Now think about the fact that when a newborn is there, the woman is very, very fragile. Physically, and emotionally and mentally. You are very susceptible to the input of other people. Just think about how many women get, end up being confused about the fact that, oh, your child is a bit slow, man is already walking, and you're already thinking that I'm not good enough. Oh, my child is already talking, you're already thinking I'm doing something bad. So if you consider that, and you've had conversations, you can prepare for them, and you can look at how you can share the roles and the responsibilities early on, and then start defining those and communicating them with the in-laws. Mm. Uh, in, in fact, what you're talking about in terms of what we want as a couple mm. uh, probably speaks to what Oss is saying. Uh, Oss says, the big conflict in our house right now is language. Uh, we are Botswana. Mm-hmm. Everyone wants to speak English in our house. Mm-hmm. We are fighting about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, I want our kids to speak Setswana. Yes. And you know, when you are having this conversation, you would even go on and define who the nanny should be. Because if you are Batswana and you actually end up getting a nanny who speaks Sipedi, guess what? Your baby's mm. going to speak Sipedi, sure. or as, as my daughter called it, Sipetswana, because it's a, mix, it's a mixture of Sipedi <laughs> and Sipetswana. <laughs> you know. uh, so some of these conversations, they go further. You might think things are trivial, but actually you end up clarifying certain positions and also how far you get to involve your parents and when they, you, how you communicate it when they cross the lines. Mm. Taking your calls. Call us if you'd like to weigh in. Tabo, thank you for holding. Hi, how are you guys? We are good. What's on your mind? I'm good. Uh, you know, with, with me, uh, we have two children, me and my wife. One is six and the other is three. 
but we we sort of like doing everything ourselves you know we from the nobody came in to help us with the baby and stuff but we do have like conflict with our parents at times but with me i do not want my children to do anything that i don't want them to do. like a simple thing even if they're getting a haircut i it has to go through me first you know i don't let anybody like wait you know do anything on it then at one time we had a problem when we wanted to stop breastfeeding our son when he was two. Mm. Then we actually had a huge fight with our parents because we were at our parents' house that they visiting, and he was crying, wanting the breast and stuff. And they came to us and said, "Yeah, you guys, you must give him this. Two, two, one, two, three, one, two, three. And what we decided to do, we just like we're not gonna do this. We decided to walk out. We'll come back one day when <laughs> you guys want to listen to what we want to do. You know. <laughs> so with with us, we have to do it our way. Either our way or the highway. Wow. Yeah, I I, I love that. You're a united front. Uh, Guys, can we be okay with the fact that conflict is healthy? Yes. Mm. Yeah, Mm. okay. Actually, yeah, Mm. because I never thought of it that way. I I find it unhealthy. I think because of emotionally, Mm. I feel like it's either I've said something wrong or I've done something wrong mm. by confronting a situation. It's okay to disagree. And yeah, but now that you've said it... It's wrong to hit, to hit each other because we disagree. Mm. Yeah. But also to live in a false harmony is also very unhealthy because then you harbor all sorts of negativity Absolutely. towards each other. Yeah. Doctor, um, I, I just thought of something that I did about two weeks ago. I was visiting my best friend Titi and I'm the godfather of the mm. two children. So they, we know each other very well. The kids know me. They, they love me. They know I'm their godfather. Mm. And I think I crossed the line, but I want to find out from you um, if I really did, but I believe I did cross the line, where the la- youngest one was dragging the chair um, in the house. And I come, to me, stop it. Don't drag the chair. Mm. And she's used to it, mm. dragging the chair. And I mean, like, for me, I'm like, we're making noise, one. And two, I find it rude or whatever as mm. a child to be dragging the chair mm. and making noise. Go play outside. Go drag your chair outside. And she carried it. And I said, to me, you do it one more time. You threatened someone else's child it's your in God their child. home. Yes, in their home. And I said, and the mother was there. And Titi was there and said, to me, you drag it Magiega. one more time. Hey, wait, wait. You drag it one more time. I looked at him and Tumi looked at me and she dragged it. No! Yo! Yo! Mom, I think also, because I think there was, I saw a, a sigh of relief from the mother. That someone is telling this Huri, child. Thank you. <laughs> like, <laughs> and then since then, and I, was, I talked to Titi, and I talked to Tumi. Tumi has forgiven me. I've, as I said, I'm sorry for hitting you. And don't, don't. But this is so easy. There's peace in the house because they've never spanked the child. But now that we're talking about this, I honestly feel that I crossed the line. What, what, what is it? But you're, you brought peace. There's peace in the house. There's, the chair has never been dragged. Ever again, doctor, your thoughts. You're being unfair to me because of everybody said, Who ha? I didn't because I agree with you. I actually believe that there's parenting that happens actively, and there's parenting that happens behind the scenes, and the ones that happens covertly. And it's the ones that happens behind the scenes when no one is watching, and the ones that happens covertly that actually registers on the child. Mm. So, if when as a parent you allow certain things and you really take your role of being a 
God parent, mm. seriously. Mara, you become complicit in this child behaving this way and you don't think it's part of your responsibility as a God parent mm. to parent actively. You are also joining Lukoko Labotiti and the mom of we're not going to do some, anything, we're permissive. Mm. So for me, it's always knowing about who you are and your principles are and being able to, to, to draw a line when you need to because these kids take liberties. Mm. They will constantly push boundaries. And yes, maybe as I think you might have intuitively uh, based it on your relationship with them and we've seen you on the show mm. you guys give your, uh, yourselves a lot of leeway with your relationship that's a kind of inti- intimacy that somebody else nah, I couldn't possibly do if I was visiting mm. there mm. and that is your role as a god parent emphasis mm. on parent but to come to my house as a total stranger and come and smack my child <laughs> you'd be out like of the house <laughs> but you are the god parent you know we have a tweet sent in by Miss Cranky Princess. My family and his father's family have every control over our son. It's almost like they do not allow us to raise our son. I don't get time with my son. They have ta- it's their son now. That's the problem. Yes. Eh? I don't um In fact, hold that thought. We'll come back and wrap up that thought. Fresh breakfast on Metro FM. Good morning. Conflict resolution Wednesday. How you wanna raise your own kids versus what the world says. We spoke earlier on about one of the old wives' tales that it's bad luck to cut a child's hair before they are a year old. Mm. Someone on Twitter, Dumi, says, please, let's address this cutting hair issue because my in-laws flipped when I cut my son's hair before he turned one. Uh, Experts say there's nothing wrong with it, but the way we believe, apparently, it's that it's not good mm. to do that. Mm. Uh, maybe we'll address it also with Gogo Dineo next week. Yeah. Just yeah. from a, you know, African mm-hmm. spirituality point of view. Yeah. Uh, but how do you deal with that conflict that's arisen now? Okay. That I've cut the child's hair. Now what? Well, I didn't want to cut my child's hair, so I'm not very qualified to answer So you had a child with an afro? I wanted my child to keep that beautiful baby hair. Yes. And my granny told me it has to be cut. Mm. But I was also told that the person who cuts it becomes important. They have to have certain responsibilities and whatever knowledge. You can't just go to a barber. So Mm. completely out of my realm of expertise, but Gogodi Nawa can explain when she comes. Yes. Um, Any WhatsApps? Another another issue is always the, the... how to deal with that and you go to a doctor and they're like no it's medical the cranium will just come together in Mm -hmm. its own time Mm -hmm. and then your parents are telling you no and hey guys yeah it's a (laughs) lot (laughs) George says with raising my babies I still listen and get advice from the elders being too opinionated and stubborn for raising kids on Google searches and irrelevant consultations has always proven me wrong Can I go back to the thing about the frontanel, the kahuana? Yes. Yeah. Uh, one of the things that I need to mention is that when the child is dehydrated, the first indicator that you're going to see is on the frontanel. Yeah. It going up and down is actually mm. in terms of the rhythm, in terms of breathing and the pulse. Uh, that is normal. Uh, and I'm not really sure about what huitisa does, but mothers out there need to be aware that when your baby is having diarrhea, is, is having uh, a lot of vomiting, check that frontanel. When it goes down, it's too late. So you have to replenish the fluids, mm-hmm. pay attention to it, and also pay attention to the viscosity of the skin, the elasticity. Yeah. So if you're squeezing the skin and it stays up, your child is getting dehydrated. Mm-hmm. Make sure that you're giving them fluids all the time. I thought we'd tease during the pregnancy. Outside Wee. of my realm. <laughs> oh. Wait. Oh. Three sex. Oh, we. Yeah, I was told that you need to tease her that. Uh, okay. uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. That's what I was told. You guys got to stay busy.
But what's the best way, doctor, to deal with, especially coming from your mother, that mother-daughter conflict when it comes to raising a child? Um, the truth is, by the time it comes to your child, there's unresolved issues that you have with your mom about, you know, contentious issues that you haven't worked out. Yeah. And then they play out when your baby comes up. Yeah. But the conversations that my mom keeps having with me is that there are so many wrong things that I have done in bringing you up. It's a do-over for me. I need an opportunity to do better. Except that her opportunity to do better means overtaking what I'm doing <laughs> and undermining my authority. Yeah. But the worst indictment on my character, and I'm speaking from personal experience, is that I didn't see how I was, I was excluding my husband and mm. I didn't see how I was undermining his authority in the, in the eyes of my child. Yeah. Mm. That even when we are disciplining, they will first go to duty before they come to pop. Uh, yes. And by the time they come to me obviously i know because i would have already said no and my mom somehow will tell me but i was actually sidelining him so when i dealt with the issues with my mom which have nothing to do with my kids they had mm. more to do with our relationship uh, then hubby would need to be sidelined and with my daughter we don't have that problem but with yeah. my son like i said i failed there we'll wrap up with this tweet uh, from boiti boiti says my sister's raising her child Google, as you call it. Mm -hmm. No drupals, no shawana, no teething gels, and the child is thriving. That is according to Boiti. Uh, Doc, thank you so much for coming in. It's a pleasure. It's, uh, it's an honor and a privilege to have you in our studio, finally. Wow. It's my second time coming. Oh, yes, it is. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Where do we find you online, Doc? Um, you can find me on Twitter at Timatent. Also, please go to our Facebook page and like Matenji uh, Consulting Services. Remember, we've got a workshop coming up on the 9th. It's about conflict resolution. We're going to do a personality profile with you. We're also going to have Nongama Blue, um, who is Eva, who's going to come and advise you about financial issues and black tax and how mm. you parent and teach your children financial responsibility. Ladies and gentlemen, Dr. Tsepiso Matenji. It's 9 a.m. We are out of here, leaving you with the bridge and the thought for today. There's nothing wrong with conflict. There's everything wrong with how you conflict.